Hey, welcome to Truth Unbound. I'm your host, Walter Swaim. Here's a big question, one that goes round and round a lot. You ready? Can a woman be a pastor? Can a woman be a pastor? Well, this really came to the forefront just a couple or so weeks or so ago when the news came out that Saddleback Church in California, with over 30,000 in attendance, one of the largest in the country, second largest in the Southern Baptist Convention, Convention, pastored for years by the famous Rick Warren, who was the author of the well-known book, A Purpose Driven Life, a bestseller. And it was expelled from the Southern Baptist Convention for having ordained women to the pastorate. Now, here's what this article reports on and says. Southern Baptist expel Saddleback Church over female pastor. The Southern Baptist Convention on Tuesday expelled Saddleback Church, the California megachurch founded by influential evangelical pastor Rick Warren and four other churches from the denomination because they had female pastors. The decision to remove or disfellowship the churches came after the convention's executive committee determined that the five churches were not in friendly cooperation with the denomination, said Jared Wellman, executive committee chairman, in a statement. The convention's credentials committee said its recommendation to remove Saddleback was made, quote, on the basis that the church has a faith and practice that does not closely identify with the convention's adopted statement of faith, as demonstrated by the church having a female teaching pastor functioning in the office of pastor, end quote. The SBC holds to the belief that the office of pastor is limited to men as qualified by Scripture, Mr. Wellman said. These churches have been valued cooperating, cooperating churches for many years, and this decision was not made lightly. The possibility of Saddleback Church being disfellowshipped had been looming ever since the Lake Forest, California Church ordained three women in 2021. At the Southern Baptist Convention's annual meeting last year, there were calls from conservative pastors to remove Saddleback Church from the convention. Mr. Warren, a best-selling author and one of the nation's most influential evangelical figures, spoke to members saying they should stay focused on spreading the gospel. Now, this is something that has been growing for years among churches, becoming very commonplace, even among those that would call themselves conservative uh, in their theology. It's especially known more so in Pentecostal and charismatic groups or denominations but is now even seen among Baptists and many denominational evangelical groups. For instance, this just occurred here in the city of Houston, again, but in a large church. My apologies, not in Houston, uh, but in Dallas. This article by KHOU11, which is a, a news station here in Houston, reports on this and says, God calls all types of people. Dallas Baptist pastor makes history as her church's first woman to become reverend. If God is going to call someone to ministry, I just have to believe nobody is going to stand in the way of that, Reverend Victoria Rob Powers told WFAA. As a female Baptist pastor in Texas, Reverend Victoria Rob Powers knows she's a rarity. The newly installed senior pastor is Royal Lane Baptist Church's first ever female senior pastor. Powers said she's the first in the DFW area, too. Raised Southern Baptist, Powers said she only saw men preach as a little girl, but now as a woman, Powers proudly stands behind the pulpit herself. She told WFAA there are only 39 female pastors in Texas compared to thousands of men. All right, then, let's go to it. Let's get to the heart of the matter. 
The question, once again, is can women be pastors or not? Now, again, this is not a marginal or secondary issue. The doctrinal purity and faithfulness that the Lord requires of us includes this issue, not to mention the effect it has on the leadership and effectiveness of God's churches around the world and of the gospel. Well, here at Truth Unbound, we accept the challenge presented. It is something we do week by week, every month, every year, in looking at the the trends and developments in the culture, the church and life, questions about the Bible and faith, and look at these under the light of God's word as fully and freely and plainly interpreted. And knowing what God commands of us regarding these dilemmas and how he wants us to respond and live in the midst of them. So are you up for the challenge on this controversy? Let's, Let's get to it. All right. So again, the question, can women be pastors? Now, we want to clarify and get these these doubts out of the way from within the larger question. It must be understood from the beginning of this study that we're about to present that we're not talking about remote situations in in the world uh, where there's only a woman left or present who knows the Lord that can lead and teach a brand new church of believers where she has to take the leadership until there's a man capable of assuming the role of pastor. We're, we're not including that in this conversation. Neither are we referring to women who are teaching other women in the word, discipling them. There's no prohibition at all in the Bible against that. On the contrary, in Titus chapter 2, Paul instructed that mature women in church should disciple the younger women in the church. Nor do we include women in the ministry of discipling and teaching children. So please remove those things. Those are not part of the discussion. The parameters of this question and its answer are whether women can or should hold the office of pastor of a local church. So there's the full framed picture of what we're dealing with today. It's a question that provokes many different and emotional reactions, and it tests one knowledge and way and method of interpreting the Bible. But the answer really is rather simple. (laughs) And here are the main answers to the question of whether a Christian woman can officially and intentionally be a pastor of a church. Reason number one why the answer is no from the Bible is that God forbids the office of a female pastor directly. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 11 through 15, it says this, Let a woman learn in silence with all submission, and I do not permit a woman to teach or to have authority over a man, but to be in silence. For Adam was formed first, then Eve, and Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived fell into transgression. Now the phrase in silence does not command the woman to not speak at all. In its original sense, the words here meant to be controlled or self-controlled or calm or not to interrupt. Evidently, the situation in that particular church was that women were speaking up loudly in the middle of the service and in the middle of the teaching, and it caused disorder. And so Paul gave this instruction. But then he adds the salient point in that she should not take authority with the word of God over the man. Now, verses 13 and 14 affirms this by making it clear that women have equally important roles, but in other areas of life and ministry— and that there is an order that God has established, not only in the home, but also in the local church, where men take the primary leadership 
of the home or of also the local church. Now, women can teach the Bible freely. They're just not allowed to teach over men in the church with pastoral authority. In fact, in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 3 through 16, it teaches with approval that women can pray and prophesy with men, which means in prophesying here, it means to speak the glories of God, not just this picture we have in our Western mindset of a man preaching with coat and tie in the pulpit with his tablet and his Bible. Yes, women are just as capable to teach, pray, and tell others about God in church and outside of church, just as well as men. But this is in a matter of order inside the local church that God has established. In fact, at one time in our church, we invited a young married woman whom God had healed of a very unique and difficult to treat cancer. She came, we invited her to speak from the platform, giving her testimony in the church before everyone. In that case, she was not preaching with authority over men but she was prophesying or declaring the glories of God and what he had done in her life and encouraged everyone uh, to continue in the Lord in the way of faith that she had learned. Many times I have heard women say, but God has given me the gift of pastor. And when they say that, that is a sure sign that they do not understand to differentiate as the scriptures do between what is a spiritual gift and a spiritual office of pastor and what is a spiritual gift of teaching. God, the Holy Spirit, obviously gives the gift of teaching or even of speaking of God to women as well as to men in the body of Christ, but God only gives the gift of the office of pastor to men. He gives the gift of teaching to men and women equally, but the office of pastor is only for men. Now, many will argue on the other side of this issue, uh, saying that women can be pastors, when I argue that this passage is the only key passage, and it can be easily explained away that women can be pastors. Now, this passage is indeed very crucial to the whole argument, but it's only a part of an entire biblical pattern, a pattern throughout the Bible is what I want to say. So let's take a look at these other factors. Number two is Jesus called 12 men to be his disciples. Now, there were women who followed along with the disciples following Jesus, including the wives of the 12 male disciples, but they were not pastors or church leaders or evangelist, like the twelve were called to be. Number three, we don't see the ordination of a woman to the official ministry of pastorate anywhere in the scriptures. Number four, Paul also spoke of deacons, elders, and bishops, but he never spoke of ordained female deacons or elders or overseers or pastors or bishops. Number five, even in the period of the ancient church fathers, that is the church leaders in the era of the early church after the 12 disciples never advocated female pastoral ministry. Number six, as we see in 1 Timothy chapter 3 and Titus chapter 1, they said that the instruction from Paul was that the pastor should be the husband of one wife. Now, it's really hard to be a female pastor and be the husband of one wife. So in the whole picture of the scriptures, especially here in the New Testament is what we're concerned with. It was obviously taken for granted that only men could hold the office of pastor. In other words, the final governing position, if you will, and the preaching and pastoring of the entire local church was only meant and is only meant to be for men. Women can pray and speak and proclaim God's blessings and truths to men and women alike in the local church and at the same time in the assembly. 
They can freely teach women and children, and they are to fulfill their spiritual gifts. But to take the office of a pastor would be considered disobedience against God because it's prohibited. They are only restricted to not taking spiritual authority over men in churches and specifically in the position of pastor. Well, again, uh, this was a brief and concise explanation, but I hope it has been of some clarity to you about this very important subject. And it's very important that we stick to the guidelines that God has established and the order he has established of the roles in the church. Well, hey, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and send the link of this podcast to everyone you can today. Now, okay? (laughs) Remember to always follow Jesus, because when you do, you'll faithfully always follow the truth. (music) 